So in theory, I could raise this standing desk and then like record in a standing fashion. I think that would do some really fun stuff for the visual bit. Yeah, and for like my projection, I I hunch too much during you know. Normally, I'm kind of okay. So you're really, saying I could really be louder. project. <laughs> I could be louder. I worry that standing would do some would encourage me to do some stuff with my hands that would lead me to hitting the mic stand more. Though I cannot have that. Okay. I cannot. I cannot condone that. I guess then I will stay sitting. You know we really love you. Our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding, so feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. It's a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. Hooray! <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> and Kalu Kalei on this <laughs> joyous of days! <laughs> fuck, man, what the fuck is this? Ooh, I don't know. Our energy's gonna be maybe a little weird today, and I think that's probably understandable, and we should just roll with it. Kalu Kalei! <laughs> To be honest, though, is there a day when our energy isn't weird? Yeah, I can't think of one. No, I got nothing. Okay. All right. So before we get into the fan fiction portion of our fan fiction podcast, we have the announcement portion of, of our, our fan, fan fiction, fiction podcast. podcast. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, announcement number one. Uh, there's a subreddit for the podcast at r slash fanatical fix. They've been posting uh, threads for the new episodes. So if you want to go discuss the pod with some pod people. Yeah. Go post your predictions there. Yeah. Go hang out there. I don't know, I don't know anything about Reddit. <laughs> Reddit is a website. It is a website. There is a subreddit. Um, we are beginning to get transcripts up on our website. Yes, we are. Kim worked hard on that over her- Did we introduce ourselves? We did. Yes, we did. <laughs> Jesus Christ almighty. What the fuck, man? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Kim worked very hard to start uh, getting these up on our website. So I didn't work um, that hard. The people that actually worked hard are the people doing the transcripts. I just put them on the website. <laughs> the transcribers are amazing. We are always accepting new volunteers for our transcription team. You can email us at fanaticalfix at gmail.com to join the transcription team yep. run by the fabulous Abby. Yep. Those are going to continue to roll out as we get them in. So we'll be filling in that back catalog as we go. If you're wondering when the next story time is, we're here to tell you the answer to that question. It's the 23rd. At noon, mountain time. The time that it is in this mountainous region. In this mountain area. <laughs> I've given up on daylight or standard time. I never know if it's daylight time it's or standard. standard time, so I've just been it's saying standard. mountain time. It's standard. It's standard? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. On mountain standard time, noon, the 23rd, Kim is going to read something to y'all. So Correct. Um, you can f subscribe to us on YouTube or watch out on our social media platforms and we will be posting the link day of. One more 
our 100th episode is still coming up. Yeah, <laughs> it continues to be coming up. No, we've gotten some submissions already, though. So just to remind you all, uh, we are seeking submissions of you reading us a short story summary. Yes, no more than 300 words. Character voices are absolutely encouraged. <laughs> you will be reading that to us. So there is a Google voice number you can call and leave a voicemail to. That is in the description. Or you can just email us an MP3 of that thing to fanaticalfix at gmail.com. Thank you. I'm really excited about it. <laughs> just a couple of quick social media shout outs in the social media shout out portion of our fan fiction podcast. We've been getting some excellent old, old predictions from Drew on our Twitter. So thank you very much for sending those in. We love to see them. Yes, they're amazing. Um, We have also gotten some really fun fan art that has been sent over to us <laughs> via email. So I am going to be posting those on Instagram. So go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Fanatical Fix if you want to see some really amazing stuff that the fam has been doing. Enough of that. Is it time for the fan fiction portion of our fan fiction podcast? I believe it is. Nice. It's your turn, my friend. It is my turn. I'm very excited because you did let slip that your quick fic was going to be a listener submission. Yeah. Um, And both my story and my rec are listener submissions. So this is just <laughs> All like... All listener <laughs> submission episode. <laughs> We've definitely done one of those before, I would guess. We're very lazy. Uh, well, yeah. And the listeners are very good at finding things. It's mostly that. I'm like, I sure. could read fan fiction for seven hours to find something, or I could go to the listener submissions, and they've done a fucking fabulous job. Seriously, though. Last episode, I've looked both through like the really old stuff on FF and extensively through the mystery tag, <laughs> and I had never read that story before <laughs> it was sent to me. Yeah. So y'all are doing a great job, and we're really excited for our all listener submission day we will start out with predictions so send your predictions in tweet them at us hashtag fanfic divination answer our story on instagram or go respond to that thread on our subreddit it's time are you ready sure this story is called the day he grew up Mm. It was submitted to us by Caro. Thank you so much for sending this in. This is, you looked deeply into the heart of the podcast, really <laughs> understood who we are and what we're looking for in this world, and then sent this by. So it is adventure slash romance. Excellent. And it came out post Order of the Phoenix by like three weeks. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Prediction number one. This is a story where Sirius will be brought back to life. Excellent. Because post-Order sure. of the Phoenix. Yep. Prediction number two. Um, I think this might be a dreary. <laughs> haven't had nice. one of those in a while. We haven't. We haven't. That's fair. Prediction number three. He grows up when he gets a kiss. <laughs> Sure, those were all predictions. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, well, if you're ready, let's just fucking get into it, my dude. <laughs> sure. Stupid. Okay. The day he grew up. 
Well, 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 Potter. It seems as though I have the upper hand. <laughs> Said Voldemort with a sickening cackle. Is that a Voldemort voice? <laughs> it was whatever Voldemort's voice is today that I decided All right. right now off the cuff. I, I can't do your Voldemort voice. Right. Obviously not. I'm not telling you to do that. <laughs> We'll see about that, Voldemort, shouted Harry as he tried. This is big comic book vibes. <laughs> Seems as though I have the upper hand. It does. See about I love that. it. Doc Ock. <laughs> we'll see about that, Voldemort, shouted Harry as he tried to think of a way out of this duel. Use your one spell. <laughs> Harry, you have Sorry. two ways out of this duel. One die? is you use your one. Yeah, one is you die, and one is you use your one spell. <sighs> Voldemort had yet again made Harry take a port key to his rundown mansion. Really? That worked a second time? A second time. You wouldn't think that would work twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> you'll see you'll see how it worked though Hold Ooh, for the did they like did they like turn harry's toothbrush into <laughs> a port key <laughs> never expect that <laughs> he wouldn't <laughs> surprisingly harry was holding his own but he couldn't seem to take the advantage oh that's no he's not <laughs> he's not holding he's his just own. not Then Voldemort launched the famous killing curse of Vodakadavra straight at Harry and hit him square in the chest. Oh, bye, Harry. <laughs> yeah, we said there's two ways out of the duel. You die yeah. or you use your one spell. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So? Does he grow up by dying? I mean, I think that... I think we'll have to revisit that. I think we might have to okay. have to discuss that later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, Harry yelled. Harry Harry is yelling while dying. Yeah, the killing curse is usually instantaneous. No, it hit him, and he sort of saw it hitting him in slow motion, and he went, "Oh!" No. And he didn't dodge. <laughs> Matrix style. <laughs> no, this is a comic book. He's slowly falling to the ground while going, no, and there's a lot of O's and then some exclamation uh -huh. points. Okay. Harry yelled as he felt darkness surround him and he started to black out. When you're not blacking out, you're dying. You were dying. Yeah. This is <laughs> fine. <laughs> Do that, I guess. The last thing he saw before the darkness took him was a shining bird carrying a man toward Voldemort. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Weird. I was kind of hoping he was going to like cross over and then he and Sirius were going to come back. I want Sirius. <laughs> You'll see. Fine. Maybe Sirius will come later in the story. We're still in the very beginning. Okay. <laughs> then the darkness consumed him a passage of time he did die he died okay so 
Hi. <laughs> He's dead. Here's the thing about it. Fine. Um, no. <laughs> and I want to make this really clear right now. There is no explanation. We are not given any explanation as to why he did not die. <laughs> Oh, yes. Very good. <laughs> He's just not dead. Here he is. <laughs> That's nothing. I like it. Look, he's stirring, said a low voice that was like a growl. Harry woke up and found himself in a very cushiony bed. Harry's vision was blurry, but he could still recognize his surroundings. He was in the hospital wing of Hogwarts. <laughs> Where he finds himself at the end of every book. (laughs) I've been here before. (laughs) End of every book. (laughs) How did I get here? Well, you died. Well, I mean, you were supposed to die, but for for reasons, you didn't. So now you're here. (laughs) How did I get here? Harry asked in a slightly groggy voice. Dumbledore brought you back from the Riddle Mansion, Harry. He saved you just in the nick of time, said a kind-voiced wizard Harry knew as Arthur Weasley. Harry, you need to rest. You had a very big battle just a while ago. (laughs) (laughs) You died just a while ago. You need to get some rest. <laughs> so confused. Said none other than Dumbledore himself. Hi, Dumbledore. It's good that you flew in right after Harry died. Yeah. <laughs> Harry got killed by the killing curse. And I think that what what is trying to be insinuated here is that then Fox carried Dumbledore. Just sort of grabbed him by the arms. Uh-huh. And flew him to the mid- Riddle Mansion because Dumbledore has no other magical means of transportation. Uh-huh. Um, just sort of picked him up, flew him to the Riddle Mansion, <laughs> dropped him in front of Voldemort, and Voldemort just sort of went screaming for the hills or something. Um, and then they took Harry back to to the to Hogwarts. Uh-huh. <laughs> where he was then not dead. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll try. And as soon as he said those words, he fell asleep instantly. Died again. What? He died again. (laughs) A change in locale. I couldn't save him, she thought. I was right there. He was about to tell me something important. Jesus And I let him be taken. Sequoia, if this is fucking harmony, I'm leaving. Hold for the fucking text, my dude. No! (laughs) He who must not... No, I won't fear him. Voldemort (laughs) took the two people I cared about the most away from me. Any thoughts? Any thoughts? You got anything? You got anything? Oh, is is this Cho? He took Cedric. I didn't really like him. Wow, what the fuck, Cho? He took the two people I cared about the most, a guy I didn't really like, (laughs) and Harry. (laughs) Joe, what is wrong with you? Well, 
she's here. <laughs> hey, do you think you've been getting all the Cho stuff recently because they don't want to hear my Cho voice ever again? 112%. Huh. Your Cho voice is, uh, it's... Uh-huh. <laughs> A curse upon us all? Unlistenable garbage? Unlistenable. That's it. That's the one I was looking for. (laughs) I couldn't save him. Um she he took Cedric. She didn't really like Cedric. Right, but he was the one of the people she cared about the most. most. Well, she, she it was more of a brotherly love. And the one person I cared about the most, Harry Potter. Okay. The boy who lived. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Harry slash Cho post order of the Phoenix is buck wild. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I mean, to be fair to this to this fan fiction writer, it did this did come out like right after Order of the Phoenix. You think and it's like, likely they haven't read it yet? I think maybe they haven't read it yet. Okay, I they were just them. like, ugh. My dad won't buy me the book. I'll just write some fan fiction instead until I can get it from the library. There there was often like a transition period in between the newest book coming out where you would get um, fanfics and some of them would be tagged with spoilers if the, <laughs> if the fic author was nice. Yeah. <laughs> like, this one no, has... I'd- this one has Order of the Phoenix spoilers. I know the book just came out, so this is I'm tagging it here. And they didn't always do that, though. No. Because uh, what what are tags on FF? <laughs> yes, this is Cho slash Harry, post-Order of the Phoenix. Okay. Voldemort had apparated right in front of us at the edge of the lake. Huh? You can't apparate on Hogwarts grounds. <laughs> yeah, but also how big is the fucking lake? Maybe the lake's big enough that it extends past mm. the borders. And that's they had true, walked... True. They were just walking and they And they'd lost track of time lost and track space. Of time and space. Because they are so in love. Because they're so in love. Yeah, okay, so Voldemort sure, apparates sure. in and then port keys Harry out? Yes. <laughs> okay. Voldemort had apparated right in front of us at the edge of the lake with a beat up goblet in his hand. He snatched Harry's hand away from mine and touched it to the goblet. (laughs) And held it in his. (laughs) And held it there. They gently held hands. (laughs) What is this? Oh, no. Touched it to the goblet, which had turned out to be a port key. It was all my fault. What? Yeah, I don't know why you think that's your fault. You were literally just standing there. You're just standing there, Joe. <laughs> and the most powerful dark wizard of all time just sort of like popped up next to you and grabbed your boyfriend and left. Like there's not That's not No, there's you not really a whole lot you yeah. can do. Yeah. <laughs> it was all my fault. Cho thought as she sat at the edge of the lake, crying over what had happened just a little over an hour ago. Okay. Cho looked around towards the castle. Two figures were running toward her. It was Ron and Hermione, Harry's two best friends. 
I love it when fan fiction tells me who the characters are. Me too. It's, it's really, really cute. I like actually. it. It is. <laughs> I like imagining people that uh, just read fan fiction. They exist. Oh, they do. They exist. Oh, they do. <laughs> and I like them. <laughs> it's a weird energy. <laughs> Cho! Ron yelled as they sped over toward Cho even faster. They stopped and started to pull Cho up off the ground. They found him. They found him. They found Hermione his dead shouted. body. <laughs> he did die. <laughs> Come look at Harry's dead, dead body. <laughs> Cho? <laughs> Cho's like, not again. No, no. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? <laughs> You mean they found Harry? He's in the hospital wing. We can go see him now. Cho sped back to the castle without another word to either of them. When Cho arrived at the hospital wing, Harry was up and sitting on his bed, drinking some pumpkin juice. Didn't they just tell him to take a nap? That was a short they did. nap. It was like a cat nap. It was like 15 <laughs> okay. minutes. All right. <laughs> Because, okay, Harry got taken from the side of the lake an hour ago. Yes. He battled Voldemort for some unspecified amount of time and Dumbledore rescued him and then was like, mm-hmm. okay, you're awake now. Take a nap. And then he took a 15 minute nap and okay. then he was thirsty. All right. And now he's having some pumpkin juice. I'm not sure the timeline works out, but fine. <laughs> Harry. Cho yelled as she flung herself at Harry and embraced him so he couldn't breathe. How did you survive? <laughs> well, he's not going to if you choke him to death. Yeah. <laughs> How did you survive this time? I'll take you out for my master. <laughs> I didn't really like Harry. <laughs> How did you survive? Cho said in a worried voice. Cho, listen, I can't talk about that now. But meet me up at the top of the astronomy tower oh, at five no. o'clock on Saturday, okay? They're gonna make out. <laughs> I can't talk about it. Why not? Why the fuck not? Because uh, he literally doesn't know, man. Oh, okay. You can just say that. <laughs> it's like I have zero clue how I survived. The killing curse hit me square in the damn chest, and then <laughs> darkness enveloped me, and now I'm here. So. <laughs> Oh, no. The astronomy tower is very important. Cool. <laughs> okay, Harry. Talk to you then, Cho said. Or you could talk now. Harry, no, he's he was like, I can't talk to you. I'm drinking pumpkin juice. <laughs> I'm supposed to be taking a nap. <laughs> I'm supposed to be taking a nap. Got thirsty. <laughs> you know when you wake up in the middle of a sleep and you are so, so thirsty? Mm-hmm. And then you go back to sleep? Yeah. It's better than that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we'll see. Oh, no. Okay, Harry, talk to you then, Cho said, as she gave Harry a quick peck on the cheek and headed back to the Ravenclaw common room. A passage of time. Uh Uh-huh. Harry waited for Cho at the top of the tower at five o'clock that Saturday. When Cho arrived, she (laughs) How many days do you think it's been? The author in a quotations author's note type experience did insinuate that it was two days and they were not entirely sure what happened within those two days. No. 
<laughs> no, what? They did. <laughs> there was an ad and it was like, well, then two days passed and who knows what happened then. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Harry didn't talk to Joe for two days. <laughs> He was napping. He was na- Harry napped for two days. <laughs> two days. <laughs> oh, my oh. goodness gracious. Author, you're so... That's adorable. It's good. It's very good. <laughs> I don't know what happened in my story. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Irrelevant. Let's go to make out point. When Cho arrived, she immediately asked why he wanted to meet here. Cho... I need to go away to train to defeat Voldemort. (laughs) What? (laughs) It's an adventure story. Oh, right. Don't you remember? I'd forgotten because nothing is happening. (laughs) It's an adventure story. He needs to go on an adventure. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know how long I will be gone. But I want to give you this. What is it? What's he going to give her? With a flick of his wand, Harry conjured up two packages and gave one to Cho and kept the other for himself. Is it a love bracelet? Cho, listen. Promise ring. (laughs) Matching t-shirts. Come on. What is it? (laughs) Take this katana. (laughs) No! No! Fuck you! No! (laughs) Fuck you! No fucking way! Guess that there were fucking swords in this fucking story, my dude! Shit! How dare you! How dare you! (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. Fucking. Caro looked right in to the soul of the podcast. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it was like. Oh, Harry's giving Joe magic katanas. This is an FF story. <laughs> yes. Obviously. I'm sorry, everyone. Duh. I should have known better. <laughs> fuck me, I guess. <laughs> sorry for saying fuck you. Fuck me. Oh, man. <clears throat> Take this katana. <laughs> it is a special katana that will amplify your magic. And let you use it through the blade, making it extremely powerful. That is one of my fucking favorite tropes. That's nothing. Katana wand. (laughs) Well, if katana wands were better than regular wands, why wouldn't everyone use them? (laughs) A little bit bit more unwieldy than than a wand. Whew, I am sweating. Okay. <laughs> Katana wand. I want you to train every day while I'm gone to prepare yourself for the battle ahead. Why not just fucking take her with you, you piece of shit? Because <laughs> Harry's going to a very special. Special? It's special and magical. Special. <laughs> A very special place that is only for chosen peeps. You have to have been chosen uh-huh. by the the chooser <laughs> <laughs> in order to go. I don't know. Harry can't afford the distraction. Ah, uh, sure. Cho just looked at Harry in awe. <laughs> 
<laughs> Cho, the reason I gave you this is because I care about you more than anyone else in this world. Rude. And if I lost you, I would have no one left on this planet for me. Oh, oh no. What about all your friends? <laughs> Literally all your friends. All the all the people in your life that you think are your dad. <laughs> You're 10 dads. <laughs> Harry, you have so many people who care about you. Oh, yikes. With that, Cho flung her arms around Harry and kissed him passionately on the lips. Katana still in hand. <laughs> I don't know why it was necessary to. That was the necessary out, detail. Come on, Sequoia. Katana still in hand. She's ready for business. <laughs> Katana business. <laughs> Cho, Harry said once they finally parted. When your katana glows blue and red, that means I will be back in one day's time. And you are to tell Dumbledore. Just send a letter. No. What? A letter could be intercepted by the dark forces. It's much easier to give your high school girlfriend Uh a katana Uh for an undetermined amount of time. Uh Uh-huh. And that she has to watch all that the she time. Has to watch literally at all times to see if it's glowing. Much easier. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. The vibes of this story. I feel like this is the story, the kind of story I would have written if I had been writing fan fiction <laughs> at age twelve. This is the kind yeah. of story I would have written. Amazing. This is an amazing story. I like it. It started out with really big comic book energy. So uh-huh. I see it. I see it. Uh-huh. And now we've got some special katanas. Love it. <laughs> I'm about it. And you are to tell Dumbledore that I'm coming back. Make sure you stay close to the school after you graduate so you can tell Dumbledore quickly. In case I'm not back until after you graduate. What? Yeah. You have to stay an undetermined amount of time and you have to stay at Hogwarts and give up on any plans you had afterwards. Exactly. This is much more important. Joe, Keeping look your at eyes me. on this katana at all times. And <laughs> staying next to Dumbledore, who I also could have given this katana to, but am yes. choosing not to. Because Dumbledore isn't the person that he loves the most in the whole world without whom the whole world would be useless because no one would love him. Okay. It's Cho. So he has to give Cho the Right, but if Cho has to, like, the only thing Cho has to do with that information is give it to Dumbledore. Please continue. (laughs) Cho had plans, man. Yeah, I'm sure she did. When they parted, Harry summoned his broom and sped off into the sunset. Once he was gone... (laughs) That's just a good image. I like it. Bye! (laughs) Have fun with the next undetermined amount of years. (laughs) Once he was gone, Cho made a promise to herself. She would do as Harry said and train herself in this katana-type magic and master it for Harry. Her Harry. A passage of time. Oh, okay, that seemed like the end. <laughs> no, katana type magic. This is fine. It had been two years since Harry had left, and Voldemort had stayed at bay in fear of Dumbledore. Okay. Cho had trained her heart out, and she had bought a house in Hogsmeade so she could be close to Hogwarts when her katana glowed red and blue. Okay. Um. Fine. What's she doing? In the basement of her house, Cho had set up a practice dojo. (laughs) (laughs) 
incredible. <sighs> oh, I'm so into it. It had everything she needed to train. Sure. Punching bags. Yep. Wood Why? blocks. No, what? No, what? Wood blocks? Punching bag? Yeah, punching bags. She's not, okay, here's the thing. You don't just you don't just wield the katana magically without the strength. Oh. You got to have some some upper body strength in order to in order to wield the katana truly. <laughs> I don't know, man, she's planning on punching some people. <laughs> Wood blocks. <laughs> And dummies that when you fire spells at them, they would tell you how efficient the spell was. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Cho had become quite adept at katana magic. Okay. She had taken a liking to water magic using her katana. Okay. If she wanted, she could send a tidal wave of water at the enemy. Okay. Doing major damage to them. She's like a Pokemon. She's just like a Pokemon. She's a water type Pokemon. <laughs> it's a comic book and there's katanas and she's a water type Pokemon. <laughs> That's so good. Uh. <laughs> she's using surf. <laughs> I cannot handle this fan fiction. Although she had remained single, many guys in seventh year had tried to win her heart. She's not single. She's still with Harry. What? Yeah, she's not. Well, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Okay. (laughs) A little over two years of training had made her an even more beautiful woman. But she remained single for her Harry. It's not single. One man. Not single. No, it's not. She's not single. One man, Jake Edgecombe, was persistent. What a Cho what a did li- bad person. <laughs> Just say cause you're you're not single. Oh my god. You're not single. That's the thing. <laughs> what if you just Oh Jesus. Cho did like him in a friendly way and liked to talk to him, but that was it. Jake, I told you a million times that I won't go out with you. I'm going out with Harry. Oh, okay. What? Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Said a very annoyed Cho Chang. Harry's not coming back, Cho. Face it. He got scared and ran off. Come on. Huh. I know Rude. you like me. Give me a chance. I swear you won't regret it. Just take no okay. for, for an, an answer. answer. Nice. That was a good song. No. Now leave me alone. I have to. But Cho was cut off by the eerie glow and hum of her katana. Glowing oh, bright too. blue and red. Yeah. It's a. Uh... You know, blue and red is usually described as purple. <laughs> no, it's flashing. Oh, it's flashing? I'm pretty sure it's flashing. Like a siren? Blue, red, blue, red. Oh. We have a little dance party. Huh. Is that what the feature is actually for? It's, it's so you can have a katana dance party. And Harry's kind of modified yeah, he, it so that yeah. it's a warning. Yeah. It was intended as a dance party tool, though. Dance party feature. Yeah. That's what most magical items have in them. <laughs> okay. Fine. 
What the hell is that? said a very freaked out Jake. Harry, he's finally coming home. He's coming back. You were just supposed to tell Dumbledore. There was one pro- you, you can't be spreading <laughs> that knowledge around to this fucking exactly. fuckhead. You don't know you don't know who You don't this know anything about is. this guy. Yeah. Edgecomb. Yeah, he's Marietta Edgecomb's brother. Marietta's only in book five, isn't she? Yeah, and she's a sneak, so why are you telling this Jake dude? Anything. <laughs> They've read book five, Sequoia. <laughs> they have read book five. Oh, At least no. part of it. Oh, <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. So proud of them. Cho said with so much joy in her voice, you would think she had just won the Quidditch World Cup. <laughs> I have to tell Dumbledore. She raced up the stairs and out of the house with Jake on her heels. Tell Dumbledore what? What you do you li- mean? Listen to Cho when she's talking, you <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Cho! 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 Change of locale. Okay. Is this shitbag going to follow her? I'm sick of him. (laughs) No, we don't see him ever again. (laughs) Good. He's coming back. It happened. He's coming back, said an exhausted Cho. She had run all the way to Dumbledore's office without stopping. This is wonderful news, Miss Chang. I will inform everyone right now. No, don't, Professor. I want it to be a surprise for everyone. We're going to throw a surprise Harry party. (laughs) Huh? As you wish, Miss Chang, said an amused Dumbledore who had that familiar twinkle in his eye. About what? Why? But on the night of his return... We will have a gigantic feast for his return, even though no one will know why. Oh, Uh, and I also want you at the head table. uh, Yes, Professor. (laughs) And with that, they went their separate ways to prepare for the arrival of the boy who lived and the soon-to-be savior of the world. Okay. Is that the end of the story? No. (laughs) Okay. No, we still got more to go. I don't know. It just keeps seeming like it's ending. <laughs> I, I I know this is going to end on a cliffhanger at some point because like yeah. they're building something and they're just they're not going to make it wherever no. they were going. No, they had an idea. They had a lot of thoughts. Yeah. Um, And they just didn't really. You'll see. OK. A passage of time. As Cho prepared, she just couldn't help wondering if she would recognize Harry or not. Huh? Hold, please. Five years of training can change a person a lot. I thought it was two. It was two. This is a new chapter, and I feel like the author just like forgot what happened in the first chapter. Oh. Because it was two years, and it is now five years. So we're just going to roll with five years. Yeah. Five years is a long time. Why are they having a feast? Nobody at Hogwarts knows who Harry is anymore. <laughs> Five years later, they I'm, I'm sure they know who he is. They probably just think he's dead. Yeah. But none of his friends are there, I guess, is what I really mean. Yeah, that's true. It's just like a bunch of fucking children. Shit kids. <laughs> yeah. And Cho at the head table. Cho. <laughs> Why? Looking herself over in her mirror, she could see her own change. Ooh, ooh, yes. 
she had not only filled in in yes. all the right places. Hate that so much. <laughs> man, oh man. Oh, Woo! wow. I usually cut that because I actually can't say that sentence. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard one to, it's a hard one to, yep. <clears throat> Her muscles had become toned and Ooh. full. She's got those katana muscles. She's though. got those yeah, those sweet katana muscles. Before she man. had Quidditch muscles, and now katana muscles, which I assume are more. Yeah. Oh well, I suppose I'll just have to wait and see what Harry will think of me. Thought a very anxious and nervous Cho. Because I think I look hot as hell. I look amazing. <laughs> As Cho made her way up the sloping lawn of Hogwarts, she noticed that Hagrid's cabin light was out. He must be up at the feast, she thought. Come to think of it, everyone must be at the feast tonight. People get hungry and go to dinner most nights. Also, like, it's a big, grand feast that Dumbledore is throwing in honor of Harry. For no reason. (laughs) Yeah, in honor of nothing, but in honor of Harry. (laughs) For no reason at all. Oh, me? You know I love to just have Have feasts. Feasts? For everyone. (laughs) As she reached the oak doors of Hogwarts Castle, they opened magically without her even touching them. That's new. As the raven-haired beauty entered the hall, she noticed that it was amazingly beautiful. Dumbledore is really going all out for Harry's triumphant return. As Cho marched up to the head table and took her what seat next to Dumbledore. What do you think they did to make the Great Hall look amazingly beautiful? Do you think they just, like, cleaned it? Yeah. They had dusting. more than just filch clean it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's just like a bunch of like uh um giant cardboard cutouts of harry's head and, uh, <laughs> lots of like lightning bolt themed decor everything's sort of red and gold and uh-huh. Dumbledore's like i don't know i'm just having a feast i don't know <laughs> it's for whatever <laughs> Ah, Cho, thank you for joining us on such a joyous occasion. I think that there will be something quite interesting happening tonight, Dumbledore said. Winkingly. Very (laughs) obvious winkingly. (laughs) Big, big wink. (laughs) When do you think he will be here? Said a very enthusiastic Cho. I suppose after the sorting. It's what? the sorting ceremony. I don't know. Oh, okay. So there actually is a, so there's a feast having a, for a reason. They're having a grand <laughs> feast because it's the first day of school. Dumbledore forgot. <laughs> uh, the first years are rolling into the feast and they're like, man, they really love Harry Potter here. <laughs> My God. Weird. I suppose after the sorting, Dumbledore said, but he seemed quite distracted. Come now, Cho, sit and be merry, for tonight our savior returns. Weird. I know. For tonight? If you say so, Dumbledore, but I feel as though something horrible is going to happen tonight. Why? What? Since when? <laughs> 
since now, everything's going really weirdly. Dumbledore's acting really strange. It's the sorting feast, but no one told her. Nobody knows what's going on. Everyone forgot. Uh Uh-huh. I hope you're wrong. For our own sake, Dumbledore said as his mood changed from the light and cheery Dumbledore to the dark and worried form that showed his age. A very short passage of time. Mm Mm-hmm. Where is he? Thought an exasperated Cho. Almost as if on cue, the great (laughs) hall doors swung open with a loud groan. Yes. He's fucking here. He's been training for two to five years. I love (laughs) two to five years. Fucking fuck. I love a dramatic entrance into the great hall during the sorting ceremony. What is better than that? As as often as we can get it in there is not often enough. Yeah, it's great. I don't think there's anything better than that than waking up uh, and being kind of thirsty and then having a drink and then going back to sleep. What? <laughs> okay, it's second to that. Fine. <laughs> I just, there's only so many times in an episode I'm going to let you get away with saying, what is better than that? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Whew. Night water's better. Fine. (laughs) In stepped a cloaked figure whose only trait that could be seen was the way he carried himself. Um. He carried himself with such self-respect and determination. It was intimidating. As the figure strolled in and stopped in the middle of the hall, he unsheathed a beautifully crafted sword that was jeweled and had such designs and markings that were unbelievable. Why is he unsheathing his sword? This is Watson. You can't see anything. This is quite an entrance. (laughs) Here we go. Is that Cho? Did Cho think that? I think Cho thought that. Okay. Weird thought to have, but fine. The end. No, you fucking <laughs> fuckhead. <laughs> the end. Uh... <sighs> Got him. What? Don't shake Rude. your head at me. Rude. <laughs> <sighs> All your predictions were wrong. Oh, yeah. Big time wrong. I'm really disappointed that you didn't guess that there was going to be swords. Well, it is an uh, In retrospect, story. it's very obvious. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the title gave you really nothing, though. It did. Yeah. Because um, I'm not entirely sure if we have not yet seen the day he grew up. Yeah, if I think the day we... he grew up was this cuz I told you we'd talk about it later. Is the yeah. day he grew up the day he died? I think we didn't get there. Okay. Let's do a segment. I think it's time for a quick, quick fix. fix. Quick Fix is a segment where uh, we shortly summarize a fanfic that might not be right for the pod for whatever reason or other things. <laughs> Bring it on. For my quick fic today, I was sent a story that is absolutely fucking buck wild. <laughs> okay. The story, I just like, 
Um, it's uh, it's ta- it's it's tagged crack. Okay. And it's also tagged with the pairing. Okay. I'm not quite sure what the best way to go about summarizing this is. Um. <laughs> All right. So this story starts out, and someone is laying in the dirt, dying, and they're thinking about oh. how they don't want to die a virgin. Okay. Uh, it becomes clear that this is not actually a person. It is a teaspoon. Okay. Who's lying in the dirt, dying, and doesn't want to die a virgin. Okay. Ron Weasley comes across the teaspoon. No. Yes. No. And. No. They talk for a while. And <laughs> Ron's like, I don't want to die a virgin. Uh-huh. And he and the teaspoon do have sex, and Ron does die immediately afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? It is it is appropriately tagged crack. Is is uh, <laughs> Yes? Wait. What? 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 Is this like Ron slash teaspoon? The emotional range of a teaspoon. So it's Ron Ron slash a teaspoon. Is that what you think they were going for? I think that that's probably where their original idea came from. What book was that line from? Because this is a relatively old story. That was book five. Okay. That might be what they were going for then. Yeah. That's disgusting. Thank you, I guess. <laughs> Thanks to the listener that sent that to me. I did read the whole thing and go, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, that was a quick fic for, for the ages. That yep, was it's also tagged squick. It's tagged crack and squick, mm-hmm. which it's, both of those tags mm-hmm. are appropriate. That's appropriate. It did squick me out. <laughs> Squicked me right out. Let's uh let's go to another segment, shall All we? Alright. Let's, let's go, go to, to the Rex Zone. What do you have for us today? Um, this is a drabble, so it's very, very short, uh five hundred words long. It is was sent to us by Sophie. It is Harry slash Charlie. And it's Harry slash Charlie. Harry slash Charlie. Weird, it's, I like uh, it. It's called The Night Before, and it takes place the night before the final battle. Oh, It's very cute. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. That's an unusual pairing, and I'm into it. Yeah, so check that out. The link will be in the description of this episode. It will also be on our website. Fanaticalfix.com. Also on our website, you can find our story submission form. Every Correct. story that we did today was <laughs> submitted by listeners. <laughs> you are all very good at this game. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Also on our website, you can find links to our merchandise. We've got some merch up there on the website that we send out. Stickers, bookmarks, etc. Yes, glitter. Yes, glitter. 
Yes, glitter. Uh, also, there's a link to our Tee Public where you can find a much wider range of merch on a variety of items. You can uh, find us on social media. Tweet at us for whatever reason you might find a tweet at us, such as old predictions. Yep. Such as I'm re-listening to this episode from way back in the day, and I just realized that you predicted that 2020 was going to be great or whatever. Please um, stop <laughs> reminding me. <laughs> I realize this is partially my fault and I don't want to talk about it. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Fanatical Fix. Email us if you have any longer thoughts or other things that you need to send to us for any of the things that we demand stuff for. I also wanted to shout out to Quinn really quickly, who is in three plus years, the first listener to ever send us an email titled Any Longer Thoughts. <laughs> if you have any of those, send them to our email at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. You can help out this podcast in a couple of different ways. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Facebook or anywhere that will accept a review for this podcast. Trick. Everyone, 20, 20, 21. Um, you can also support us on Patreon. We love all our patrons and the Fanatical fam over at Patreon and on our Discord. It's a ton of fun over there. Um, we're just finishing up Book Club, about to implement some new fun hangouts. So come join us. If you become a patron at some of the tiers for a certain amount of time, we will shout you out on the podcast. We do a little story summary and then do a little shout out. So the story summary is going to be Kim today. Kim, take it away. It's a beautiful summer day and the Weasleys are enjoying it by taking a shopping trip to Diagon Alley. Mrs. Weasley has agreed to let the kids split up as they like, and Ron is relishing the opportunity to spend the day with just himself and his allowance. <laughs> He's browsing the shops at the Wizard Comic Book Store when a familiar blonde head appears in front of him. Draco reaches in to pick up the latest Marvin Muggle comic, and Ron can't help the surprised sound that escapes him. Draco's head whips around and he catches Ron staring at him. His face turns bright red. You like Marvin too, Malfoy? Ron asks. <laughs> of course not, Weasley. I would never read this kind of trash. And certainly not about, about a muggle. Draco fumbles trying to stuff the comic back on the shelf and Ron stoops down to pick it up. I've been really excited about this issue, too. The last one was a real cliffhanger, wasn't it? Do you think Mindy will forgive him? Don't be ridiculous, Weasley. <laughs> She's obviously not really mad at him. She's just embarrassed. Do you want to go grab some ice cream? We could read the new issue together. Oh, my God. <laughs> Amazing. Did I just write some fan fiction? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't a summary. That was some fan fiction, but huh? I liked it anyway. Huh? <laughs> Shout out to Jordan Conrad, Effie Saparitas, Say Morgan Toe, Madison Thompson, Jacob Wilson, Lily Woodward, and Alexandra Gadowix. Thanks also to the Whomping Willows for letting us use their amazing song, Wolf Star, as our theme song. Bye! Bye. <laughs>